The following episode is brought to you by Nanomachines. If you don't know what those are, uh, I guess go look it up. No, you know what? You don't have to look it up. They're tiny little microscopic things that go into your brain space and do fun stuff, like give you immortality and make you run super fast and all that. Are you playing Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, Paul? No. these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. It is September 5th, 2015. Welcome to episode number 88 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Paul Swickard, resident American. This is the clash of cultures between myself and Mr. Ryan Murphy, resident Canadian. 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 Ryan, hello. Hello. Yes, I am Canadian. This is a culture clash. We're we here to clash. It. Uh, you, I can clash. You cannot. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, that's true. I'm just saying. I just really do think. Uh, now, can we address the awkwardness at the start of this episode? The no. Metal, the Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom's pain. The Phantom a, pain. Really? It's not oh. more than one pain. Well, there's lots of pain, but it is the Phantom pain, singular. Right. And and that is a game that released this this week. Is it a game I need to play? I hear there's some American history. I don't know. Siri, no. Go away. What are you... Don't interrupt. (laughs) What was that? Siri just being like... What? Siri just being all up in your grill. I like Metal Gear Solid 5 as well. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Should you play it? Yes. Yes, you should. Um, Whether or not you're going to is another issue. Do I have time? No. Oh, well, then I probably shouldn't. Uh, I, I, I mean, I love it. you, but you probably don't. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, you're you're really you're really nailing the, the, the nail on the head. I don't know. Anyways, enough about video game talk. What is this, a video game podcast? I was just curious because you seem to have nano machines on the brain. It was. I was, I was searching for something, and I thought of Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been playing Metal Gear for the past four hours, but... That's immaterial to true. You were you were streaming at twitch.tv slash swick. Oh, that was a nice plug, dude. You should all go favorite it, follow it, whatever Twitch calls yeah, it. Yeah, I usually stream in Saturday mornings. Saturday it's, mornings. You know, it's it's a quaint little thing. Saturday mornings. That's do you have what a name I do. For your little segment, do we call it? No, like, uh, I should name it. Saturday. Do you, do you all have any Saturday morning sanitarium? I don't know. Ooh, Saturday morning sanctuary. Uh that's pretty I don't, good. I don't know. Saturday morning, know. Co- coffee, coffee cantaloupe. I don't know. Uh, email me your ideas. Info Perfect. at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, uh, we should probably just get right into it, huh? Yeah, yeah. There's lots here. We won't be able to cover it all, but there's some pretty good stories. You know what? I find you guys quaint. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Quaint. Do you work for the that's Huffington a little, Post? That's a little just kind of demeaning. <laughs> 
I guess is the right word. It's almost like your your big oh, brother coming by and saying, you on the head, saying, you know what? Your politics are just, they're so cute. You know what? Just when you, you, think, you're, you think you're doing so well. Like Canadian football. It's just so adorable, guys. Like, I know you want to be like the big boys, but. I, I do. You... I do think that you don't like the the columnist who's <laughs> the columnist for the LA Times said that Canadians don't know how lucky you are. Yeah. Oh, and I... I actually am kind of with that. I, I don't think you appreciate the crap that we deal with that you do not. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And it's funny, like sometimes a commercial, I don't listen to a lot of like live radio or live TV. And I think the other day I did both, which would explain why I was so utterly depressed the next morning. It's like, man, I'm just not, not feeling it today. Oh, right. I watched TV and saw commercials for the election. And they're t- they're, the the ones that come up for Canada are like probably, you know, um, what's the word? Like really dull knives compared to what you have to witness and watch a year before <laughs> the election. Where mine's like, I think the worst was, the worst one I heard was it was a conservative ad using ISIS to damn uh trudeau in his in his iran plan or something and it was just like i don't really want to hear about this on tv guys what are you doing and it tv feel, is not the place for this it, it felt very like it felt like a very american television ad. is not the place for inflammatory discourse yeah but but it felt like an american ad and that it was using isis oh, i'm sure to, it was to sort of damn another another person running you know it's like i'm sure trudeau hates isis as much as everybody but for some reason the conservatives thought it'd be a good idea to use isis to uh to throw him under the bus so whatever i don't know i just don't like this period in media i don't want to hear that like that to me means like i'm not gonna vote i'm not gonna vote for you because you can make fun of the other guy better than than he can like it's not how this works (laughs) clearly you don't know what you're talking about me you think yeah. I should vote for the 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 best stand up comedian who's an asshole? No. no, I don't. Okay, I'm I'm not talking about what you should do. I'm talking about what people do. So, like, wh- you're, you're I'm saying that people actually do vote that way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm the, just saying that's what it is. The big issue right now up here is is this vote splitting. I, you guys have a two a two party system. Where you either go, ish. I- yes, ish. We have a, yes, we have a two-party system. You know, There's independent parties as well, but they don't really "quote unquote" split the vote. I mean, yeah. some they might take a bit away, but not enough not to really. like really make a dent. Now, here we have an issue where we have uh, three main parties, two of which are more uh, left-leaning, and the uh, and the conservatives, which are right-leaning. So the conservatives have a majority government right now, and. What could end up very well happening is they could get back into power in a minority government thanks to the NDP and the liberals sort of fighting it out amongst themselves. Liberals. I know, man. I'm actually, so, I'm actually liking it. So I don't All right. Know. Let's, re- let's return yeah, to yeah. the article. Why is it that you were called quaint? Because we cause we're just – we do things quietly, I guess. Well, yeah, and you have – like your campaign costs are well, minuscule. Exactly. So the, the, the article here, published Sunday, McManus breaks down the quirks in both countries' political machines. Canada's federal campaign wraps things up in less than three months. That's true. Although not really. There are there are like little little droplets that come out like 
a year leading up to it, but not nearly on the, on the scale that happens in the three months. So um, they're not actually technically allowed to campaign. They can put ads out. Anyways, while American voters run the media gauntlet of a two-year blitz, Canada's campaign totals almost $40 million versus $7 billion for the United States. That's atrocious, Paul. <laughs> I know, right? Think about it this way. If you guys spent the same amount of money that we did, you'd have $6 billion and a good amount of millions worth of dollars. I'm not going to do the math on air, folks. What, $960 million, right? You'd have six billion nine hundred sixty million dollars. I'm not pronouncing that right, am I? I don't do big numbers here in Canada. What are you? What? It's a lot of money. Six billion, billion almost seven billion dollars. You're pronouncing that right. <laughs> what billion with a B? Yeah. Like no, yes. no, no, no. Like the structure of a number. Anyways, almost seven billion dollars to spend on. Maybe, I don't know, throw a little bit at the healthcare system that you guys could implement. You, you could throw a little <laughs> well, more at war if you wanted it. to. You guys really like war. Think about it. You could put this money towards war. I, yes, we could. Think, I'm sure there are those that would love that. Think of all the money you're wasting on Trump hair care and you could be spending it on war. I, I'm not spending any money on Trump's hair. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you uh, sure? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Why are, are we talking about is there a wall? A wall? You, and me, you could wall? use the 7 billion dollars to build that wall you've always wanted. Why do we want a wall? I don't know. You guys are the ones that keep mentioning walls. Do we? Yes. What is going on here? Read this article from time.com. I, I, I don't want I I like having a sense of not knowing what you're going to be talking about. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, and now I'm reading this, and I don't really believe it. So it's Jimmy, a legitimate issue. It, okay. It. Yeah, so Jimmy Jimmy the time. Shovel. I'm quoting Time. This is I'm quoting Time in pol- yes. the political section. Republican presidential candidate Scott Walker said on Sunday that building a wall on the U.S.-Canada border is, quote, a legitimate issue for us to look at, end quote, proposing a focus on the northern border as members of the GOP primary tighten their stance on illegal immigration. I... Ugh. Do you want to build a wall? Oh, Wisconsin. You guys crack me up. Do you want to build a wall? Uh, this was sent to us by <laughs> Jimmy the Shovel, a fantastic oh, thanks, friend Shovel. of the show and of ourselves. And he, he, he was right. This is the perfect article for us to discuss on the show. I mean, the reason they want to build a wall is that it's a they lot. They are big on. See, I thought they were going to go the terrorism route. They didn't. They're going the immigration route. And that is a freaking fiery issue right now. Like, I, what? You mean like Canadians wanting to immigrate? Oh, no. No, no, no. Just in general. Anybody. Ryan, anyone. Anyone can go into Canada and just walk right across the border and be and then blow something up. That so, is an immigration issue. What? It's a terrorist issue, isn't it? You're right, it is. But it could happen. I mean, like it or, is okay, lo- let's go a different route. Sure. Anyone, including Mexicans, could go all the way up to Canada, cross the Canada border into the United States and take our jobs. I mean, I don't know. I've I've flown in and out of Canada and take and, our jobs, Ryan. But if it's we can super do them better, 
super importance. You, you're just you're being a politician. You're not making any sense. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm being a very poor politician. Well, no, I, I don't. The thing is, it is the this largest. This is not a legitimate issue. It, it's not a legitimate issue, and and neither is building a wall uh, at at Mexico either. I don't think that's an issue. I think. Well, yeah. I don't know, like a wall, like that just seems like you're you're fencing so. yourself in as much as you're fencing them out, like. Yes. It just feels weird. and Yes, it does. And now it, our jokes about Canada being north of the wall are going to start being literal. So, yeah. So maybe you guys should <laughs> You literally are going to be north of the wall. So then all of you fine Game of Thrones fans can start being funny again. Um, I, I, mean, I was always been funny. Fuck y- you. Well, okay. This guy here thinks it's a legitimate issue. But I think this sort of like crazy idea isn't going to get him any votes as opposed to with Trump where he's saying like, let's build a wall on, on near Mexico. That's going to get him supporters. Like do people actually think that, yeah, we should wall the Canadians. And I'm not saying well, putting a wall uh, south of the border is, is, is a fantastic idea either. I just think it's like, it's very paranoid and makes you look like, makes you look weak putting up walls like this. Like, just sort out sort out the bigger issue like a wall isn't going to fix it um i disagree well walls sir you need to get you need to get your head out of your ass mm -hmm. and realize just the amount of things that could happen if we don't build a wall you can do anything you could do so i oh i can't even i'm i'm a very poor politician you just really like walls. Yeah, I'm a wall enthusiast. See, the other thing I collect too is walls. if you stopped trying to build shit that you didn't need, you could do better things with that money. Like opening a national park or... You see, you're talking about like government spending and we're not super into that right now. But you'd rather build a wall. Yes. Can because I that's help a legit, build the that's wall. a quote unquote legitimate issue. Well, you know what would be great? The wall would really come in handy so when you guys pass a law like say, I don't know, a more appropriate gun law or a more appropriate uh, uh law supporting uh people uh you know, like the gay marriage thing that happened, it'd be um, great to have that wall yeah. so then all those weird Americans that uh, don't want to think about 2015 when they try to come into Canada, it's like, "Oh, they're walled in. There's your problem, not mine." <laughs> How many people, like, ah, what? Kind of put this. How many people actually think that? Okay, do do many Canadians long to be an American? No, <laughs> not really. I mean, I, I mean and, your 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 anecdotal, very very myopic experience. May, maybe like, yeah. Well, in my opinion. I don't know. Like Canada's got it pretty good. I don't know why anybody would want to. It's just like saying to an American, like, would you want to be Canadian? It's like, well, no, I'm happy being an American. I think for most people, like anyone who wants to be an American, maybe profession related, like if they wanted to, if they really, really want to be an actor, of course, it makes more sense to be, have a dual citizenship like uh, Donald Sutherland, uh, you know, he uh, or Jim Carrey. It helps to be able to be back and forth. Um, Jim Carrey. Yeah. He 
He's an, okay. act- an actor. Yeah. What about has, it? Who has dual citizenship. Yeah. You're saying he doesn't want to be, he does want to be an American or he doesn't? He wants to, he, like, he wants to be both, best of both worlds, right? Where you, right. Can, you can work Well, we in do have money. Well, especially for entertainers. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I think it's more <laughs> profession based. I don't think anyone like grows up hating Canada and wants to be an American. Well, I don't know. Cruz kinda. But he, but he <laughs> lived. He was born in Canada and lived the rest of his life in Texas. Living the rest sure. of your life in Texas uh, after being born in Canada would definitely make you hate the fact that you're born in Canada because you're a Texan through and through, but you're born in the north right like so it's like meh. <laughs> all right moving on mm-hmm. ryan what why are you why do you hate russia i mean i hate russia too but why do you hate russia i don't hate russia they hate us why because they do, what what beef do you guys have with russia so we beat Aren't them at all, hockey. Don't, right don't you guys have like a common you know sport yeah, well, bond over drinking. Yeah, right. And hockey. Sometimes uh-huh. they go together. So there was a hockey game. Uh, it was a World Juniors game, I believe, uh, where you—it's a rule that you have to stand through the national anthem when the other team wins. And when we kicked the snot out of them, six to one. Wait—is this was this an international? Yes, it was an thing? international uh, hockey federation tournament or I, all i see is the acronym which i hate like huffington oh. post come on you're supposed to put the full title and then like the acronym. an exhibition type thing no it was a tournament happens every year i think oh and okay. basically what happened is canada kicked russia's ass and they left yeah like six to one as opposed to staying and listening to the national anthem and i guess they all a, left a, yeah the whole russian team oh dude and that's against the rules <laughs> So they were fined by the hockey committee or whatever. <laughs> the, the hockey committee. The hockey committee. <laughs> we're here, eh? Come on now. $85,000 they fined the Russian Hockey Federation for leaving the ice because it's disrespectful. You you listen to that uh, national anthem. The Americans do I, it. I, I don't know. You guys, that anthem is kind of long. It's a pretty good anthem. I'm, but it's a long anthem. I, just because I there's no explosions I, 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 in the anthem like <laughs> well i i know we literally there our anthem literally has bombs bursting in air yeah so <laughs> and your I flag was point, still there i think from what i've heard you see it sticks with you i yeah. all i remember about canada's is oh canada what about true north happy. strong and free i mean oh, come canada. on oh that's all i remember is oh canada stand on guard for thee i mean paul really <laughs> Really? I don't I could not tell oh, you. Oh Canada. It's the title of the freaking song. You can't. And and That's I, what it, I know. It's not like we were expecting the Russians to sing with us. They just had to sit there and take it cuz they lost 6-1, okay? They don't get to they don't get to walk. So away. so wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So you are literally doling out your national anthem as punishment. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, mixed with prior arguments, I can see how that could be misconstrued. No, it's not punishment. It's like it's a celebration. It's a victory lap, let's, let us say. If the Americans won, they get to play their anthem and we have to listen to it. But they were probably beaten out like at the very beginning because they're not good at hockey. Yeah, well, that's kind of true. But anyway. <laughs> they're good at hockey, but they're not good at hockey unless it's like the Olympics or the Stanley Cup. 
Other than that, they don't care about this IIHF bullshit, that, whatever yeah, that is. Sounds accurate. Yeah. World I've Hockey. never heard of it, so there you go. And by the way, the last team to win the Stanley Cup was from Los Angeles, a place that doesn't snow ever. Did they win? I thought it was Chicago. I, I, I might be missing my dates. It was recent. It was either the last year or the year before that that the Kings won the Stanley Cup. All I know is that the Montreal Canadiens are due up. And the Toronto Maple they, Leafs. Oh, are dude, never they've been do, they've been do up for what, fifty years? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Montreal or Montreal or Toronto? I'm talking about Toronto. Oh, Toronto hasn't won since like the '40s. Or no, okay. no, 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 the '60s. The '60s, but that I. But I, I'll be honest. I mix those two teams up all the fucking time. Yeah, one's French and one's English. I think that should be enough. Which for one's you. the French one? Montreal Canadiens. You know Montreal. Okay, cool. Yeah, Montreal, absolutely. Le Habitant, Moving on. All right, Canada's in a recession. You're done. Um, next. Oh, I, I hate this. <laughs> I don't want to sure, be in a recession. All right, sure, sure, go ahead. I don't know. What, what does it you, mean? What do, you hate, what do you hate about it? Things cost more, I guess. Oh, okay. So you hate the fact that you're in a recession. You don't I, hate the fact that just they just decided to call it a recession. No, I, I, I just the thing about a recession is like, I just really don't like the fact that we're in a recession. It's like, why? <laughs> what is happening uh, right now? I'm not an economist. Fine, Paul. I guess. This is the thing well, I don't but, understand. Okay, it. that's fine. But why do you? I, what? Here's what I don't get. Hmm. Why do you hate it? Because well, it's <laughs> it's negative, right? It's it's a <laughs> yeah, bad thing. You're right. It totally it is totally negative. You're hundred percent perfect. That's all. That, I got. Is that it? <laughs> the, all I know is that a recession is bad, right? And I don't want Canada to be in a recession, but like, I just sure. how do we fix it? And why why does this keep happening to us? <laughs> this feels what? like we've been we've been in a recession before. <laughs> What are you talking about, dude? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. I'm not an economist, Paul. I guess, right? Like you're not. Rece- rece- yes. You, okay. You, recession equals bad. I'm with you so far. Perfect. Said it. Said all you got. But see, that's the thing. Is like to me, Canada being in a recession. It. I don't feel like it's affecting me personally. Well, it will. It, it, yeah exactly oh yeah i know it will i'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop and i should knock on some wood now that i've said i just yeah, giddy. i'll let you know i'll let you know how the recession is doing next week okay okay i'll check in with it sure i'll i'll give it a little uh scratch under no the I'll, chin. okay i'm with you recessions uh, recessions are one thing but the thing is is that should we burn things It probably things down? doesn't help anything that like the graduation from a recession to the to a depression is a big one and chances are more likely that you're going to get affected by it. Like I don't know, like I'll be honest, no idea what a recession in Canada looks like. Like is it similar to us? Like you're the, okay. Usually this is a result of <laughs> perceived value for perceived goods mm-hmm. that's usually what it boils down to and that usually doesn't affect me until it affects bigger businesses and then you know people spend less money and so on and so on so you're more likely to get laid off 
that's that's where this ends up, right? Okay, that makes sense. You're explaining this very well. <laughs> sure, but see, okay, here's my problem with the term recession or depression, mm-hmm. for that matter, is that it usually is based on stock market value, and that is just a. It always strikes me as a fool's game, and I, and you know, no offense to anybody who actually goes out there and tries to play the stock market. It's fine, but to me, it's just a glorified form of gambling. Like yeah. you don't really know what's going to happen so you're investing in something that you think is going to yield you a return it's a series of lucky guesses right yeah and so and that's fine Mm -hmm. but just recognize that you might you know you might have information so on and so forth but you're 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 still taking a risk and i and i guess my broader problem is that this affects this game affects real people with real things you know, you you have enough bad things go terrible, and then, and then all of a sudden, people are out of work because people are spending less money and so on. Okay, like, well, well, here's how the, our the Canadian federal government defines a recession: a period of at least two consecutive quarters of negative growth in real gross domestic product for Canada, as reported by Statistics Canada. Okay, see, that's the other part of my problem. Okay, is that it's. Unless you're growing, you're in a recession, which is odd to me because if you just think about it logically, mm-hmm. you can't grow forever. Exactly. It can't happen ever. It never will. So you're so our and this is just I guess this is just my problem with capitalism. You go on and you're defining your success by how much you grow. Right. For all of eternity. It, we treat businesses like this too. But right. you can't always grow. No, it you just can't. can't. You can't. It, there's not enough. There's a finite amount of things in the world. There's a finite amount, finite amount of money. There's a finite amount of goods. So yeah. if you're defining your success based purely on that, you're going to... I don't know. You're going to hit... You're gonna, you got to you got to slow down at some point and I I think right now uh, just the 2015 in general has been a slow year here and that's probably why there's been ne- negative growth. It could also be due to the fact that uh, the all the federal government has been interested in doing is figuring out how can we get reelected in October. So again, oh, not an sure. economist. I am not an economist and this is just the personal sort of ramblings of one man who is not an economist. So if an economist is listening and wants to explain why we're right or wrong. I know a guy who has a degree in economics. I'm sure he would explain it. That'd be an interesting segment. Yeah. (laughs) And now with our weekly economist. Um, I'm an economist and Ryan is not. Back to you, Paul. (laughs) That's basically the the segment really needs to be. You know what's funny is if I knew at the time what economics actually was. Sure. I might have had a greater interest in it in high school and maybe even college. Like – like the economics is not what I thought it was. Well, economics is the art of sorting out whether we're in a recession, right? No. Okay. Is there a standard formula? It's B over C squared. It's the study of scarcity. Sure. I was being sarcastic, but we have one final story for this epically yeah, and, epic uh, well, show. I mean, this is a big, big one. Oh, um, do we want to save so, this for next week? And eh, we probably shouldn't, because it's a big deal now. A lady um, went to jail, Paul. Yeah, so this woman, all right, so here's the deal. Okay. For anyone not in the know, this is the 
long and the short of it. Let's assume I'm not in the know, Paul. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> Actually, I, I have been following this story pretty closely. It, well, it's be, definitely become a big thing on Twitter. No. Yes. Uh, a Kentucky woman got elected into a federal position, or a, a, not a federal position, but a, a state position. That position entails handing out marriage licenses. Recently, uh, as everyone knows, that same-sex marriage has become legal. So this goes against her, what she defined as her religious beliefs. And in doing so, she refused to issue marriage licenses to gay couples. Hmm. So here's the problem. Yeah. The, she did that. And in doing so, she's not, she's actively not performing her job. Exactly. Yeah. So as a result, the court ordered, I believe, I believe the process was, is that the court ordered her to continue to do her job. She didn't. That put her in contempt of court. And because she was in contempt of court, that is a uh, jailable offense. Mm -hmm. So now she's in prison or at least she's not in prison. She's in jail. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. And so it's starting this whole thing about, you know, whether or not this is an okay thing, how thing, how you want to adopt, how you want to interpret um, the law versus a person's responsibility to perform their duty as a public official, things that things of that nature, right? Um, I, I, my feelings on it are really can be best summarized by a quote I saw the other day. Hang on, let me let me let me grab it really quick so yeah uh shoot where was it okay uh no one is this is from a woman named rachel evans she is a uh, actually i don't know who she is oh she's an author sorry she's a lovely lady yeah (laughs) she calls herself a doubt-filled believer as in christian um she said that no one is no one's being jailed for practicing their religion. Someone is being jailed for using the government to force others to practice their her religion. So I that really summarized my feelings on the subject. Like you you agreed to do a specific job. You are now actively saying that you are not going to perform said job. And so whatever consequences to that, whatever consequences to your actions, you keep, you really don't have much room to complain in my opinion. Yeah. Now, now whether or not you should have agreed to do those things in the beginning, that's a different issue. Yeah. Right. Like you, if you agreed to be the clerk, you agreed to, to do these things. Now, you know, th- that argument kind of falls apart if you were talking about like, hey, you agreed to kill a thousand people and you only killed 50. What the hell's the matter with but, you? But you're performing, you're, you are just an extension of of the federal government and that you, or whatever, uh, you're, you're uh, an extension the of the government. government. Yeah, you're an extension yeah. of some government. Therefore, the rules in which govern your position are set by the government. This isn't like some local dude who owns a restaurant or a flower shop we've t- talked about this on the show before who 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 says due to my religious views i refuse to serve you flowers today because i am not in support of gay marriage and that was upheld in court right like that whole religious um religious views thing 
correct? Yeah. yeah. So is this is this just a misinformed woman who's thinking like, well, it worked for that guy who owns the Chick Fil A. Why can't I do it? Uh, maybe. Not to throw Chick Fil A under the bus. Uh, that that was a maybe. Bad thing. I don't know. She she feel. I mean, obviously, she feels compelled to do these things, right? Obviously, she feels compelled to uh, not do these things as it as against her religious belief. She sounds I, like an idiot. We don't Paul. live. Here's my here's my thing. Mm-hmm. We don't live in a theocracy. We don't live in a place where religion dictates the laws of the land. Yeah, I really. like that we don't live in a theocracy. Even if, even as a Christian, you're. I don't want to live in that way. Why? Because let's suppose for the moment that we did live in a theocracy, and let's suppose that a we suck at it. Like seriously, anything. Any religiously governed body is has a horrible history of getting things wrong, like just terrible, terrible things, right? And uh, the other, <laughs> and the other part of it is, what if the dominant religion changes? Like, what if? I swear, like, I mean, think about this. What if, like, I'll just pick something. What if Scientology became the thing? So now we have to practice, like, we have to live in a way that is in line with Scientology. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely not. And I wouldn't want anyone else to do that either. Well, I just, I, it's I, funny because religion, like, I, I think for this person, obviously they feel very strongly about their religious views and they have every right to feel strongly about it. But when it, when it affects your, your job, most sane people would be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I've got to resign. Well, yeah, and see, that's the other part of this is this is a elected thing so she can't be fired that becomes the problem so can't be fired for right. not doing her job right you got it oh my god <laughs> that, that, what that, no, is that a, no, see now that becomes a process problem <laughs> it's just like uh, well i know well okay I know. Uh, i'm just trying to think of an example there are that recently ways, happened right. there are ways there are there ways is, there are ways to get rid of them like, and, and it's happened you here. have to do special things you can't just they can't just be fired no no, no. You, uh like here recently uh, my local uh mp or uh w- was sort of found was being tried for election fraud or election overspending and he he admitted that he was he was fully innocent he you know whatever and basically the house of commons was uh, was putting forth a motion to kick him out and before they kicked him out he resigned so this seems like something that should be able to happen here where they're just like we're going to keep sure. you in jail until we can kick you out and, and that's probably what will happen yeah. right and they'll get somebody in there who isn't an idiot because uh, again not an idiot because she's a religious person an idiot nope. because she can't understand the fact that her religion isn't necessarily everybody else's business, especially using like that one quote, using the government I, to spread your. Here's my problem: if her goal is to extol the virtues of Christianity, a she's not doing a very good job at it. No, because as far but, as I know, Christianity the, preaches be good to people. Uh, I mean, basically, That's a number one tenet. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, first commandment. Rule number one, I think. Whatever. I would love to talk about this more, but I can't. Um, hey, you know what? I bet you next week there'll be an even crazier story related to what's going on. It's so. an ongoing thing. So, uh, folks, we will definitely keep on that 
Ryan, let's get out of here. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. And it always takes so long. This thing always takes so long. I should do a better job about queuing it up. That's what I say. Uh, where to find us? Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. No, that's not the right one. That's the Shit. intro. Are we starting the show? That's the intro. There we go. Mm. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. If you have an opinion that you'd like to have us read or express, um, I'd love to hear about it. Big thanks to Al- big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. Yeah. Again, feedback, reviews, we love it, and we need more of it. Uh, you can find me at Peace Swickard <laughs> on Twitter. You can find Rat or Ryan at R Murphy. You're Ryan, a rat. It's been fun. Yeah, good show, Mike. <laughs>